Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Off The Script podcast uh, with myself, Jermaine. Uh, Joe, he's eating, as always. And uh, I guess this week, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hello, I'm James Hume. Um, I'm 19-year-old bodybuilder. So you are, I, th- I think, is he the youngest guest we've had on? Oh, no, it might have been Caitlin. Caitlin was not legal when we had her on. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> She's still, like, 17. Um, yeah, second youngest guest, still a teen, um, who's done quite well for himself this season. So uh, I had the pleasure of meeting James for the first time. Was it, what, Is it like a month or so ago now? Yeah, was it? yeah so it's about a month on. Um, when you compete in teens with the BMBF, and then I had the pleasure of seeing you a second time at the Midlands. So, um, yeah, give give everyone a, a rundown of who you are. Um, yeah, so I'm James. I'm originally from Australia. Um, moved here when I was really young, and well, I'm, I'm meant to be in Australia at the moment, but uh, with COVID and everything happening, um, I decided to compete. Um, and I thought, you know what, go for it. I went for a small fed. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, the FMC. Um, I came second at their junior Mr. Universe and Men's Physique. Um, I got a pro card. I was, I'm the youngest pro in that federation ever. Nice. I thought, oh, that went well. So I'll go um, to the BNBF Southern, I think it was the next week. I uh, came second to Lewis, who yeah, definitely deserved it on the day. He looked amazing. Um, and I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm not having any of that. I want that first place. Um, <laughs> So I went to the Midlands three, what was it? Three weeks after mm-hmm. in Birmingham. Um, got the first place trophy. Um, I was over the moon. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty much my season. What else do you want to know about me? So like, let, so let's get into, let's go a bit further back, right? So how did you even get into bodybuilding? Because you've been training for like three years. Yeah, it's been three years now. Um, so how, how did that come about? Bit of a weird. I mean, we all have our reasons for starting. Mm. Um, I've got a few, few different stories, um, but I won't bore you with all of it. But basically, I was a really, really small kid, um, really small, uh, skinny, really short. I got the piss taken out of me a lot, as anyone does in school. Let's be honest. Um, but obviously, it, I took it a bit to heart and decided oh, I don't want to be pushed around and picked on. So I. Started going to the gym. Um, I'm sure it's the same as a lot of uh, a lot of bodybuilders. Um, and I was actually I was a sportsman back in the day, so I was uh, county hockey and cricket. Um, and I absolutely loved. I've always loved sport. Always been my main thing. Um, got loads and loads of achievements and no different sports. Um, and yeah, it was. I got when I was about 13, 14. So. From then to about 16, I got 14 concussions in those uh, two years. Christ, someone, someone's finally beat my concussion record. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at three. I think it was three. I might have been four. Old. How, how on earth did you get that many concussions? I had a really, really unlucky streak. Like some of the ways I got it, I got it in mainly sports, but I've had kicked in the face. I've been uh, hit by a golf club. I've had cricket balls to the face, a cricket bat to the face. It's just... Were well, you doing like WrestleMania or something? This sounds like the sort of stuff you'd see in like a ring like that. No, that might be my next venture. Yeah. <laughs> get, get your head covered though. Make sure you got head coverage on. 
for that. <laughs> Might be useful. <laughs> so, so after all those concussions, was that the moment where you were like, hmm, maybe I should do something a bit more safe, maybe? It was, yeah, that was the reason. I remember <laughs> um, I was sitting in the back of an ambulance and I was just, well, obviously been just been concussed. I'm thinking to myself, there's got to be an easier way to do this. You, you, you thought, <laughs> oh, what can I do? That's <laughs> not this. Oh, wait a minute, what a brilliant idea. I'll do bug building. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have brain damage to do it anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, you do have to have brain damage. Some bodybuilders do. Um, but yeah, I got a four-year sport band and I thought, you know what? Yeah, I think it's time to change career path. That's the easiest way to get around it. If you get banned from yeah. sports, just do another sport that people don't think is a sport. Easiest yeah. way to do it. Very good. Um so then going on from there, you, you so you started at, you must have been 16 then? Yes, yeah, yeah I was a young 16-year-old when I started. Okay, and did you, did you from the get-go, have the idea in your head that you wanted to compete, or was that a developing thing for you? Was that something that came to life, like, in the past year or something? Um, I, I always, I wanted to pop the weight, and I wanted to look better and be more confident. That's pretty much why anyone starts. Mm. But I remember... Someone said, oh, you've got really good genetics or like broad shoulders or something. I thought, oh, yeah, maybe. And I, I looked into competing. I've actually competed when I was, I've just turned 17 um, in pure elite and I, in a fitness model. I didn't place. So I didn't look good. I didn't know what I was doing, to be honest with you. I lost about 12 kilos. Half of that must have been muscle. <laughs> um, so it wasn't really, was not the best idea. But it, it got me a passion for it. I got on stage and I absolutely loved it. So that kind of lit a fire in me to uh, go back and do, well, do better than I did. Interesting. That's a bit unusual. Like most of the people we've had on are either the case that like they had it in their head that they started it and then they were like, okay, in, in like three years time, I think I'll probably compete. With you, it was more the case of, ah, fuck it. I'll just jump into it and see what is it, what's going on with it. So... Yeah. Yeah, from day from well, fairly early then you were you were into it. So that's quite interesting. Where where when did you decide then for like to compete this past year? Like when did that like decision happen? Um it was actually three weeks before the, uh, my first show. I thought because I, 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 I couldn't get into Australia because of COVID and everything. Mm. Um I thought, you know what? I'm gonna use the time wisely, I'm gonna compete. Um, and I saw the show, it was only a small show. I thought, oh, I don't, I'm already quite lean. I can just use those three weeks of prep, go in. And I came in all right shape. I mean, it could always be better, but um, yeah, did well. And then, so four weeks for BNBF was my prep. Um, and I, I think we could both agree <laughs> the best shape of my life. <laughs> That's sick, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is again, like you, you are somewhat of a special case. Like I, I, myself included, a lot of people. And I guess this maybe it's like the UK culture, but it, current UK culture for bodybuilding, especially natural bodybuilding, is like twenty plus week diets, yeah. and then here you are walking into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Hey, look, you won, man. So, well, yeah. I mean, I can always be better, but yeah. um, I'm happy with the way it turned out. Good stuff. So, what's your plan now then? Um, I know that we spoke a bit after. The Midlands win, so you you were going to you were going to go back to Australia, if I'm correct. Yeah, mid 
Well, hopefully mid-September, late September-ish. Um, okay. I won't be competing over there this year. Okay, makes sense. And then are you going to have a extended off-season now? Like, are you, are you going to compete next year? What's your plan? Um, well, what I say now and what I do is probably two very different things. That's well, it, only, it only takes four weeks. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I reckon two years I'm going to take off. Um, and then I want to go back in as a junior um, and try and go for a higher level. Um, so there's a a and B, I think, is over there, and they do the Miss Victoria and they do the Nationals. Mm. I want to work my way up there, and hopefully, maybe one day go for an IP Pro card, which is that'll be sick, man. Yeah. So, uh, how, how did you actually end up over here? Uh, my dad's work when I was quite young. It just he got an opportunity, so the family moved over. Okay. Are you moving back there permanently, or just switch times, or what? I'm gonna, yeah, no, I'm planning to move back properly um, in September. So oh, I'm stuck over there. Um, so I'm living out of a suitcase until I can get over there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, is your stint done? Would you say with the BNBF, or do you think you'll you'll be back someday, or are you just gonna steamroll uh, all of Australia? You never know, really, do you? I might be back to um, well, yeah. I want to step on stage with Lewis again one day. <laughs> no. <laughs> But yeah, I won't be going to the British finals um, mm. because I won't be here. Mm. Um, but yeah, maybe one day. You never know. Yeah, that, that could be interesting. And so I I guess you're almost doing what I did. Like, um, obviously, I, I didn't end up competing in teams because I was a little bit too old. I would have turned to me by the finals. So All right. you're, you're doing kind of what I did. I just ended up doing juniors instead. And then you went into it. You're going into maybe a two year off season, which is what I've done. Um, I think that's probably the smartest move, to be honest. Like uh, a lot of people nowadays, I think uh, you'll see a lot of it now. I know that um, Joe Dambastic put up a thing about this recently as well, didn't he? On this story, uh, a UK bodybuilder that we've had on. A lot of people nowadays seem to be in a, in a mindset of, I need to compete every single year. Which is understandable, like, because you want to step on stage. I know, like, for me, post-show, like, in 2019, I was like, I want to compete next year. And then everyone else just said, no, don't, don't be stupid. Like, you need time to grow. So I think that's a very smart move by you. I mean, I think it's best, because you're going into a juniors as one of the youngest, and I think mm. it's better just to put on the size, come back a few years later um, and really take over instead of going in again. And you, you're kind of just wasting your time at a young age. Yeah. You keep competing every year. You don't get time to seriously put on some size. Yeah. Those are your main sort of growing years. Um, I know that, like, out of the people I competed with, I don't think there was one person really who was, like, 19, 20 from when I competed who was in juniors who was actually... Uh, just you. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they weren't no no one 19, 20 years old was really against the British. You, you in two thousand nineteen, you sort of like caught the back end of the twenty three year olds. Yeah, I did. Everyone I competed against was like twenty three. There was only like a couple of twenty two year olds. Um, there was obviously there was Koss as well. Um, oh shit! Yeah. He was the only other person who was like on the younger side who did well. Actually, he did quite well for himself. Um, I know that he'll be, but he, again, he he's had that longer season as well. He's competing again next year in junior. So 
Yeah, man, I think that's the smartest move for you. Um, and from what I've seen of Australia, Australia loves bodybuilding. Like, it's big. It seems like it's a very big scene over there. Uh, have you ever, like, do, do you follow, like, the Australian bodybuilding community, like um, the pros or anything, um, the Arnold Classic, any of that sort of stuff? No. Not really. I haven't. I haven't heard much. I know there's a couple of Aussie bodybuilders that have done well for themselves, like um, well, obviously Calvin Moga, Pete Hardwick, all them. But I don't really know the scene as well as America or England. Mm. I'm sure once I'm over there, I'll get stuck in. And I'll, I'll get to know it all. Sure. Yeah. Quite funny because the first actual pro, active pro, I ever saw in the flesh was was Jake Nicolopoulos from Australia. Mm in a pure gym in 2016 about two, it was two days out before the Nava universe which he ended up winning and I was just like what the fuck is that <laughs> like, he's, only, he's only about five foot five but it's huge he was all dressed up in in um NO explode like gear and stuff like that so he was like bright red this fucking bright red tank walking around this little pure gym and i'd been only been in the gym for three weeks and uh, yeah i was just like that's, that's insane so I'm there's sorry. a few guys over there you know you got jake you got sam pierce is another one steve steve orton as well yeah so there's a, good, there's a good. good scene over there there's one guy who i was big into a couple of years ago i can't remember his name um, <laughs> still follow him actually his content's actually quite good um, but yeah no there's um, there's there's a pretty big scene there so you're in good hands like I know we've got a friend over there Joe, who's an actual female bodybuilder and she's very impressive um, so I, I, I think you'll be in good hands there and you'll probably enjoy your time there I, I don't know what the, um, the scene is around like gyms over there although as well from what I've seen it looks pretty sick so I'm, I'm quite gassed for you there, but yeah, there's going to be there's going to be a different scene, I reckon, a whole different vibe. Mm. But, um, I reckon once I'm stuck in there and I get to know everyone, it will be great because Aussie people are lovely and bodybuilders are all nice blokes. Weirdly, um, <laughs> yeah, but the, the gyms over there, I've actually already found a really big bodybuilding gym. I don't remember the name of it, but um, okay. there's a few pros that go there where I'm going to live. Which is just perfect for me because I'm training down at Pure Gym at the moment. So. Wow! Yeah, absolutely, man. Like a good training environment. We say this time after like time, Joe makes all the difference. Yeah, I'm in the. I'm currently in the training environment where I'm surrounded by like pros as well, and like up and coming people in terms of like competition, and that that environment sets like a standard that you want to reach and you you kind of have that and you see it on a day-to-day basis so if you were to like and i mean it's clear that you seem to be going towards the classic uh, physique and that i think is definitely the smart pursuit for you considering your structure um that that's going to be really interesting man really interesting to follow i'm looking forward to um competing in classic one day i don't know when it will be but um yeah, because I've done men's physique, I've done bodybuilding now, I've done fitness modeling. Yeah. Do they, um, I, I don't know what the Aussie feds are like for classic divisions. Do they have like a set classic physique like the RFBB do, or do they have like classic bodybuilding or whatever? I think they've got classic physique. Mm. Uh, 
obviously all federations are different, but I know the IFBB and the ANB do. Um, but I'm not sure if they've got a junior, so I might just have to go into the Open. Okay. Oh, wow. We'll see. Just start for six weeks instead. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> just start a bit longer. <laughs> but no, it's interesting because... Um, yeah, we didn't obviously know that. Well, I didn't anyway. That you were, you know, moving from here to there, but all the way across the world and stuff like that. Um, did, you knew this was happening while you were prepping for the shows as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it. Um, that, that takes some serious balls, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's to pull out before I go. That's yeah, fun. yeah. So, so now your post show. Um, obviously, you didn't do well. You still had to diet, and you've dieted hard, and you're in good condition, especially for a team. How are you handling post show? Um, obviously, we've had a big old cheat meal. Um, yes, two or three days where I just did not care. Um, I saw the Domino's or the pizza, or whatever it was, one of the days. I um, absolutely demolished that Domino's. I can tell you that. Besides. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and got halfway through a whole tray of brownie. Um, so that, yeah, honestly, I inhaled that. <laughs> but um, the next, uh, so what's it been now? Just over a week. So the next five days after that, I've actually been pretty good at reverse dieting. Pretty on it. Um, I'm keeping up my cardio, which I didn't think I would do. Mm. It's, it's helping. I'm not, yeah, I've not done one of these um, crazy 20 pounds of, my, of uh, fat put back on. Or anything like that. No um, names mentioned. <laughs> I don't know who that 20 pound is. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, cardio is huge, I think, post show, especially like, um, especially like if you dieted like at all hard. I know a lot of people have like a bit of edema, like coming off the back of shows and like that war attention, like getting that off through and doing cardio and drinking plenty of fluid is huge. So um, you, you appear to have gone about that properly. Try my best to. Um, a lot you um, of give up on it. Coach yourself or work with anybody? I've done it all myself, but um, yeah, I'm thinking of taking a coach in my off season. Okay. Anyone in particular you're looking at? I like this young guy. Um, I've been talking to him, Tommy Ablets, I think his name is. He's a two bros classic. Uh, okay. Yeah. He's, he seems to really know what he's doing. UK? Yeah, up in the Midlands. Okay. okay. Tell me how much. Mm. Cool. He, he, he's a really nice I'll keep my eyes open for that. Yeah. I keep, uh, forgetting, I keep forgetting that Jermaine doesn't live here anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Midlands <laughs> anymore, man. I'm <laughs> only just, but. Yeah. Uh, should, we, should we go? I'm going to pull up uh, the Instagram as well while we're here. Um, one sec. I've left my DMs open as usual by accident. <laughs> I how did you um? How did you find the whole show day experience with the BMBF? Um, best show I've done, hands down. Mm. Uh, is get on stage, the stage feeling, all the lights, everything's done so well. And I've got my trophy sitting over there. Lovely. I, I honestly... <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me. Uh... Oh, it's me. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> it's a bit weird seeing it like this. <laughs> yeah. It is, isn't it? It's like when we get tagged and stuff and people are like, on the TV, it is strange. Yeah. It's quite fun, though. Maybe, it, hey, if anyone's watching slash listening, uh, send us um, or mention us in your stories of uh, yeah. you know, watching us on TV with your bowl of cream of rice or whatever. 
So mainly the car it's the cardio viewings that everyone just listens on on the audio. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's go back to this. Look at this. That's a terrible photo, but <laughs> still though, like look at look at that. Look at the shape. Uh we were saying this um the other week, weren't yep. we, Joe? Uh, yep. on, the, on the podcast, we were doing a little bit of a review from uh the Midlands, and we were saying like you could see it in pretty much every single pose and picture you have this structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see it um, like in every single picture. This is a great picture, by the way. Uh, show shoots do great pictures. All my pictures were show shoot pictures. Um, but man, like, look at this. Look at this for a pose. Um, I, I will say as well, like, this is another thing we said, like, You've come into like natural bodybuilding here at a very interesting time. Right. Um, like we're, we're obviously coming off the back of COVID and also having like such a massive amount of people competing currently who are of a really good caliber. Um, it's really interesting. Like people like yourself who've come out like the woodwork almost like that weren't on the map essentially for natural bodybuilding who've just appeared and everyone's like oh shit look at this guy so <laughs> yeah it's cool. fair though, across all the classes at the show everyone every fucking everyone was really really good yeah they were they were all good this is uh your you winning isn't it this is i'm calling it out yeah i'm calling it yeah. <laughs> excellent that's one of your poses the second one looks like a pose you do I, yeah, I've actually worked on that one. It's the old, uh, the old Arnold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oosh. That was the first show, I think. Yeah. You can see the conditions are not quite as good that time. Yeah. You, even though the pictures with show shoots are, are amazing for the being being there in person, there's a big, there's a massive difference. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a, uh, and that goes for like most shows as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will see pictures on Instagram, wherever. And rarely do pictures do justice. Even even like off stage, like on Instagram, you'll see pictures of people on Instagram. You'll meet them in person, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, they double, double in size, you know. So it's like the the um Dan Dan Mon- was who was it now? The guy who won the best quads award. That's not Yeah, his physique does not translate from Instagram to what I saw on that stage. Absolutely not. Like. It was insane. You know, the overall as well for for everyone was it was just stacked across the across the board. So this is a hilarious picture. This is what this is what all bodybuilders think will happen when they start training. <laughs> as a, there's a funny story. I, I mean, I literally walked out of the venue. Um, <laughs> I just got um, got off stage, and this guy comes running up to me and he's like, "Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm sorry to bother you, but." We're a tourist group, and the girls were looking at you, and they've never seen anyone like you. Could they grab a picture? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh, that's epic. That is hilarious. That they're going to go back to their their countries, and yeah, go, this is what the UK is about now. This is what they this is what they see. This is just an UK man. Yes. Did you, did you find out where they were touring from? No, no idea. That's a shame because yeah. somewhere in the world you've got a fan of like. 15 odd women who are just uh-huh. <laughs> so is this like uh this was from when 2020 so this is from last year 
I mean, even this, like, see the progression here? Yeah, man. To even that, look. Yeah. That's sick, man. Sorry for the uh, the audio listeners who are just listening to us go, yeah. oh, yeah, look at this picture. <laughs> they, can't hear, they can't hear it. Uh, they can't see it. Um, but I think, in short, what we're trying to say is we were fucking blown away from your yeah, performance. Yeah, we were, honestly. Um, uh, in, in team what, generally, like uh, yeah. obviously Lewis um, as well. Like you, you and him were. We were both just at like. I had the pleasure of seeing both of you, obviously. Um, and man, natural bodybuilding is very much alive, I think. Yeah. And you've got stuff like this coming out. So, yeah. One good. thing that stood out for me, and noted for Jermaine and Jack Richardson as well, because we talked about it in, in the audience, was how far further ahead you were than the rest of the lineup in terms of presentation on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Who has anyone in particular influenced the way you like to, the way you take pride in, in your presentation on stage? Um, obviously we've all got our influences. I, I take, um, I take Chris Bumstead and uh, what's his name? Terence Ruffin. Wow. Yeah. I, I love like watching them on stage. It's just, it's just art. They are literally amazing. Um, There's some awesome videos, isn't there, of uh, Terence? I think he was posing in like China or somewhere. Um, and I've got those saved somewhere, but like videos of him posing outside like a shrine in China and doing like full, like three minute posing routines, shit like that. Like that stuff, like it, it's, it blows my mind watching that. And you can see from my routine, um, mm. like some of my transitions and stuff from them. <laughs> Um, and it's just honestly watching them is um, it motivates me to pose for like hours a day just practicing um, obviously I love it I, I love posing I love presenting yourself properly I just think well the better you look posing the better you look you'll look on stage mm, absolutely um, posing like in my opinion, like, it, I mean, at the end of the day, if all the physiques on stage are on par, what will separate them? It'll always be posing. Like, posing at the end of the day will win the show. Um, and that's definitely what it has done for you. Like, even this, like, this is a great example. So you can see the difference between the first versus the second. Like, posing here is still good. Still good. But then you see the difference. It's like, yeah, yeah. You can just see a difference in confidence. I know. What yeah, I'm absolutely. And the hands, the movement. Yeah, it's all all much more fluid. Um. So what? what <laughs> um. So let's get back around to the IFBB Pro Talk. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what? What? When do you think you'll um, actually start looking at that as like an avenue? Um, I, I'm really, I'm not sure. Obviously, I would want to be the youngest person to do it. Actually, I don't know who the young, I think they're 20, the youngest person that's got it. Um, the classic physique? I think probably, yeah. Uh, I think it's around 2021. 20, who, um, who was the, who is the youngest, actually? I know Anthony Mantello is trying to go for it. Um, um, Keon was like, still, he was like 23, wasn't he? Yeah. When he got it. I don't, I don't know about classic, but um, shit, what was his name? Cody Montgomery was about 20. Was he? Yeah. 
20 or 21 Jeff or something. Side or Seed was like 19, 18 or yeah. something. But who is Dallas, Dallas was 22. So, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. not like that. You'll be young regardless. Like, yeah. If, if you're, if you're planning to turn pro in the next three, four years, like possibly realistic as well. Um, depends how far you want to go. Cause like, look at this. Like, Pulling poses like this and actually having them look good is rare, actually, especially especially at like a younger age. Um, so I could see that being realistic as a goal, for sure. Um, I'm very intrigued to know who you actually end up with as a coach, though, because uh, like okay, there's a lot of really good coaches in the UK, especially. Um, but if you found like a classic coach or someone who coaches for classic. And you've got someone who understands all the posing criteria. Is also a fantastic poser, poser themselves. Like stuff like that can make or break, um, like how quickly you can progress. For sure. I, um, oh, I think he came to mind. Josh came to mind, but obviously he's stepped away from bodybuilding now. Kendrick oh, Clark yeah. would have been fucking fantastic. Yeah, Josh would have been fantastic actually. Um, if you don't know James Josh, we've done like three, four podcasts with him, but um, he's uh, he, he's he hasn't really got anything on his Instagram anymore. He, I know he's deleting most of his stuff, hasn't he? He's a um, motherfucker, but I love him yeah, too. A free spirited guy for sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's won. So what did he win? Uh, won the piece uh, Nabba Welsh, Nabba Britain. So he's a he's a he's a Mister Britain. Um, but he's sort of he's retired pretty much yeah and uh, he's focusing on on music at the moment I know that for a fact and uh, but you competed with his brother did you mate? I think I did yeah but I didn't realise yeah at the time but I, d- I think I did yeah yeah Jack yeah. Um, but Joshua's great at, at everything artistic related yeah, and aut- and autistic from from the podcast we've had with him. <laughs> that guy has no chill. But yeah, no, one hundred percent. There's a lot of fantastic guys yeah. in the UK scene that you can find that I know of. Um, even like I was talking to, um, we had him son who was the last podcast to go out, and he's been working with Samson for a while. Uh, Dowda, who's a IFBB Pro bodybuilder, but the guy poses almost like a classic guy anyway. Um, poses very, very well. So, yeah, man. Very exciting. Uh, should we get on to some questions? Sure. While we're here. I'm going to go for... what? Well, it's a question to all three of us, actually. I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast probably. Exciting. It's not that exciting. Oh. What do you all do besides bodybuilding? <laughs> what a great <laughs> question. What a great question. Not a fucking lot. Yeah, I cuddle my cat. Um, that's not an innuendo. I, I cuddle a cat. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else? Play video games. Um, hmm. Um, I was good. I was about to say go to the gym, but that doesn't count, does it? Because it's not. Yeah. Oh shit! This is difficult. Um, what else do I do? Well, you've just finished your degree. Just finished my degree, strength, conditioning, sports, nutrition. Studied in Birmingham, um, 
and I'm currently looking at graduate work and stuff like that and uh, currently applying actively for job jobs within strength and conditioning and uh, like the S&C field and stuff like that. She just put built, put a little uh, retail hut outside Old Flux. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I'll get away with it? I think I yeah. think I'll get mugged off by everyone. It was sound, man. When we spoke to him, he'll remember you. Oh no, I I, I see him like on a day-to-day basis. I'm hard yeah. to miss, mate. Look at my head. You're out, bro. You're out. Someone, someone, a couple of people sent me a uh, uh, sent me something on Instagram recently, and it was they were watching a bunch of like videos at Ultraflex filmed by Cooper okay. and people like that and you could just see my head moving around in the background they see my hair and that's all you see um, well, me, my, we, we featured in AJ's newest video as well did we? yeah we were in the background after the show just talking shit so oh good like, shit yeah of course yeah. but yeah. Uh, no, I'm currently uh, halfway through the degree Jermaine has just finished after two years away from education what else do I like doing? Video games, football fan, like watching it, American football fan. I like how to uh, specify fan as opposed to what, hooligan? Like, well, I'm not, I can't play anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. You're too scared to tear something. <laughs> uh, what else? A part-time um, bed holder at every hospital in the area. <laughs> <laughs> you should pay uh, rent cost at this point, really, should yeah. you? Yeah, and... Proud boyfriend, there you go. That's fucking cringe. Fuck off. Yeah, I am. What can I say? You you rub it in my face, man. What the fuck? <laughs> you uh no, the, the, she's out there, Jermaine. <laughs> she is out there somewhere. Well, I presume it's a she. In some place, sometime. What if, what if she's been and gone? What if it's already happened? Well, that'd be depressive. I don't know. Jane, when James had the moustache, he sort of looked like a love guru. Ask him. You can ask me. The moustache is gone, though, so... Uh, the wisdom's left as well, yeah. Uh, what about... Okay, you, James, your turn. What are you into besides getting up on stage in budgie smugglers? See, that is my favourite pastime. Uh, <laughs> I'm... Well, I'm a professional chef. I've okay. been a high-end chef um, for what? four years now so I left um, about a month before finishing my levels stupidly and I just threw myself into that industry um, which isn't the best because I specialize in my pastries and desserts so when you're on prep oh, <laughs> my God. that is you've got like baking hot brownies and whatever cooking away on a daily basis and you can smell it and you're just not allowed to touch it do you not do you not just like does the effect just not wear off after a certain point no I, can <laughs> I, I hate that in like a workplace or a place you have to be like I used to have that in my old work where over summer I was prepping almost every day someone would be having takeaway pizza or something in, in the office it's, and all I could do was smell the fucking dominoes I'd just go well, sit like, on the bench it'd be like being a pisshead working in a pub like it's not going to work <laughs> you know <laughs> no, I can't you're imagine. You're addict working at a dispensary. Yes. Exactly. You're like three days out from your show, and there's some fucking jammy Dodger brownies going in the oven, <laughs> and someone's offering yeah. to them. Someone's poking yeah. speaking, speaking of jammy Dodger blondies, I had one in Stratford the other week. Well, this weekend just gone, mate. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. 
because it's like seventy percent blondie, right? And then it was about twenty five percent jam, five percent shortbread. Mate, this blondie, is such blondie. a segue. What is going on? Yeah, <laughs> we just went to a minute segue about brownies. Um, yeah. So what else, James? What else? No, I just work and go to the gym, and yeah, I'm a proud single man. No, that's cool, man. Because to be honest, food, despite all the boring shit that we cook and stuff, I do take a lot of pride in cooking my own food and seasoning stuff and preparing shit nice and things like that. So, but I know it's supposed to, I don't know what sort of area you're working, obviously pastries and things like that but from the videos i've seen it's one hell of a stressful environment to work in yeah yeah i've done everything in the kitchen um and i've worked my way up to be a head chef um and trust me you see some bad stuff in the kitchen. yeah there's I've, I've had plates thrown at my head food thrown at me pots i've been hit been screamed at for no reason it's but it's um as we like to say character building that's it. That's, I don't think people believe in that anymore. Yeah, it's probably why you you seem quite chilled out and amenable. It's probably because yeah, the rest of the time you're in a high pressure situation. <laughs> uh, just to stress both of you out, I take no pride in cooking. I just throw it all in an air fryer at this point. Uh, yeah, but you've got you've got the uh, the exotic heritage, so it doesn't matter. What 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 does that? Yeah. Mean? No, it's the presumption that everyone just thinks, oh, okay, you can cook. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Fair. Maybe? Hmm. No, it's, it's absolutely a fact. When they put that on the air fryers. Um, made for... Made for people of African heritage, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. That was always... A, did you never get that in school? Did you never get that in school? What? Well, I did when I first started like bringing meals and shit to school. So I just... I didn't know that you could have seasonings on stuff. So I just have like chicken breast plain with some rice and nothing and all the black guys because my school like 80% black and everyone was just like seriously bro not even any mayonnaise I got it from all the extremely white people when I brought in my jerk chicken <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> so it's the other way around for me it's, it's the, like, uh, the plain of the food the more, more abuse you got food tech in catering I, I, I made uh, plantain and st- I did plantain and stuff like that and that's when everyone was like, hmm, yeah. What, what's that? Is that a banana? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that shit. Yeah. Fucking hell. Very good. The most, the, the most exotic lunch that you can have. Beans and chips. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, so what is your, James, what's your favourite sort of food? Um, what are we talking like region? To, to eat, as in, well, yeah, it can be region or it can We've be... Got a food question here, which we can segue into, which is the most overrated fast food. So oh. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. But, What's my favourite food? Yeah. Um, obviously, being Aussie, I have to say barbecue, anything on the barbecue, seafood, um, fat steak, tomahawk steak is... Nothing. Oh, yes. Get out to Costco, mate. Ooh. Barbecue meat is just the best meat. Isn't it? Me too. Yeah. Uh, if I if I could have the time to just barbecue all my meats, like all my prepped food meat, I absolutely would. But I absolutely do not have the time to do that. One so, of my one of my short term goals is once me and Kate get our own place, 
is to be able to afford one of those outdoor like fucking smoker barbecues. Mm. Yeah, it's worth it. I want it. I want. It's kind of cost me like five grand, but I want one. <laughs> you know. Right, get on to the uh, the most overrated fast food then. Um, I've not thought about it. You can start. God, I don't know. Um, I mean, in a way, oh, what, what is what has what has like this thing of oh, it's amazing, but really it's shit. Mackey's. Yes. I See, I was going to say Nando's. It's. Mm, I wouldn't call Nando's really fast food. It's just clean-ish. You can get it on Deliveroo. So. Yeah, but you can get most things on Deliveroo now. Everything's fast food, man. On on bloody Uber Eats, you can just order like bottles of wine from the one stop or some shit like that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, fuck. Burger King. Burger King? Really? Shit, man. I mean, I don't think of it as overrated because I don't go there and no one ever raves to me about it, but maybe that's why. It's one of the big four, though, isn't it? Uh, big four being Mackey's, Burger King, KFC, KFC. and, I don't know, Wagamax. Big John. Oh, big, John. Big, big John. John. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> not, why not, like, uh, Pepe's Chicken? Or Dixie yeah, but, oh, Dixie, there you go. Dixie Chicken. <laughs> Hello for all the brothers out there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, Burger King, I would say Mackey's. I think it's Mackey's. But it's overrated also because everyone says it's disgusting, but they still fucking eat it, even though we always complain though, about right? it. Yeah, because it's just cram full of uh, MSG or whatever it is, isn't it? And the breakfast, breakfast is pretty good. <laughs> what is the <laughs> breakfast? <laughs> The breakfast sandwich is pretty good. What is it? You know, like double sausage name McMuffin. I, oh, McMuffin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't eat fucking Mackey's, bro. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Neither do I. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Next question. <laughs> we'll take one from you, James. Yeah. I'll see you. <laughs> what we got? Um, oh, do you want a boring one or do you want? Oh, an out there one has to be a weird. Throw, throw it out there. Yeah. Guarantee it's not the weirdest thing we've spoken about on this podcast. Well, I think there's two ways you can look at the weird stuff: the sexual stuff, and then just the nonsense. The, the nonsense was skydiving towards a <laughs> high on LST brownies, fighting a bear. It was no, yeah. it was um, it wasn't LSD. It was a DMT, wasn't it? DMT, yeah. It was Sorry. smoking DMT, jumping out of a plane while while boxing with a, a bear. <laughs> Fucking grizzly bear. <laughs> right, I've got one for sort of me and Jermaine, and actually, yeah, Joe as well. Okay, because we've all got weird hair. Like, that. <laughs> weird. Hair. Why did it, uh, when and why did you dye your hair? So. Same, sort of the same for everyone. Um, well, hmm. go on, you the guests can start. Oh, god. Um, I dyed my hair what four months ago because I got bored. Um, and I wanted to change. Yeah, that's a great story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, ended up liking it. I was bored in the first lockdown, and to, to pass the time, one of my flatmates actually knew how to do hair and hairdressing and stuff like that and i was like 
Maybe I should just bleach and dye my tips something some different colours or some shit like that. Yeah, I can't remember you without it dipped on. Yeah, I know it's weird, right? Well, no one can remember me without dreadlocks, which I think is fucking hilarious. No, I can. I remember not fully. You had sort of like spider legs coming out of the top of your head. Yeah, when it was real short. When they yeah, yeah. just started them. Yeah, most people yeah. don't know what I, my natural hair looks like. Um, and they'll never know. I'll keep that hidden. <laughs> Maybe next year I'll just turn up on stage and the dreads will be gone. And it'll be random. Imagine that. That would be such a mindfuck for people, wouldn't it? They'd be like, who the fuck's number nine? Yeah. <laughs> I get the yeah, you did, you did, you did two years ago. You did juniors two years ago. Crisis had a rough two years. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. That would be me on the junior stage. Like, fucking hell, who's the old bastard? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the reason I shaved my head is just started going at the front yeah. and then just got thin. And I'm just like, oh, fuck it, might as well get rid of it. That's it. Just gotta go. Yeah. Go on, get, hit us with another one. Hit us with another one. I'm intrigued to see what other one. Um, is there anything you dislike about bodybuilding? Oh, it could be a list. Jesus. Um, because one it's it, it is it. Does it have to be one thing, or could it could it be multiple things? What do you dislike about bodybuilding? The cost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the monetary cost, to be honest. Um, hmm. I don't, I don't know about anything else. Like some people might say, "Oh, the fact that you know people are into it like, that kind of gets me going." I kind of like the fact that I'm into something that most people don't have a fucking clue is going on. Yeah. Like the best person in our sport could be retired five years ago, walk down the street, and no one knows who they are. Like that. It's cool to me because you get the praise and respect from people that actually look up to you rather than just, oh, shit, you're, I don't know, Brad Pitt or something like that, mm. you know? You, you see that a lot with famous people, don't you, where, like, one person will recognise them, take a picture with them, then yep. loads of people take pictures with them yeah. just because they they know they're famous. Yeah. Because they actually know who they are or what they do. It, ha- it happens to Darren all the time. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, when... Like Rad was telling me a story before about they'd gone out for like a curry or something like that about four or five years ago, and one per the one of the one of the people that worked in the restaurant like recognised Dorian. Um, I think he might have been the security guard. And then as everyone was walking in, they were like, "Oh, this guy's such and such," and they're like, oh. "And then five minutes later, they all get a picture with him." Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'd say that I'd say that the financial cost. Um, other than that, probably not anything. For me, it's definitely the stereotype or ethos that's built up around it by people who aren't in the sport. That's definitely it. So uh, most people who I speak to for the first time who have got no clue what I do um, immediately assume, one, I'm probably homosexual. <laughs> uh, for dyeing my hair different colours and stepping on stage in a thong. Number two... Uh, that I, I want to be the big tough guy to beat people up and I'm a nasty looking yeah. I, I just have a wretched resting bitch face I'm not a nasty guy like I'm a, I like to think <laughs> I like to think I'm actually quite a nice person um, and and three the fact that they just assume everyone's a steroid monkey that's that's my three for that and then other than that um, 
actually in the sport, people just assuming that you can take various substances or do certain things to basically just skip around problems or skip around hard work. That's a very common thing you see. Yeah. And that's it. I do agree. Excellent. You can, only, you can only have one flavour way for it for a year. Ooh. What and why? Ooh. Are we talking shake or paste? Wait, what? There's paste. Powder, just huff it. Yeah, like if you... Do you know who Jack Thorburn is, James? No. Here we go. Well... <laughs> <laughs> He's a, he's a pro champion natural bodybuilder. And um, he gets very fancy with his ways. So he'll add a little bit of water, tiny bit. So like, say you add it to a tub or something like that. Add literally like a splash from a tap or maybe 200 mils. Make it into sort of a mousse. Add your nut butter, add your dark chocolate or whatever. And, take, and have it like that. Honest to God, it's so much better. I, I, this is something I can see James actually doing though. I might give that a go. It sounds good. Yeah. I mean, he, he he tries to make everything almost a work of art. It's quite funny. I could see yeah. you actually doing it and like piping some protein sludge onto some. Yeah, just, just go on YouTube and just be like, how to make whey paste or whatever. Yeah, whey paste. I haven't thought about that yet. Whey paste. Yeah, good. just on top of cream of rice or something like that. That's great. Yeah. So, <laughs> I personally just have it in the shake currently because I'm peak off season. I can't be asked to eat food. <laughs> Yeah. Just can't be asked. Um, ooh, one flavor. Mm. One flavor. We keep it generic, so don't need to add a brand. Yeah. What's the best flavor way I've ever had? I'm gonna have to look this up. I know what I know what it is, but I can't remember the name of it. The best way I've ever had is mutant iso surge mint chop chip. Great choice. Yeah, oh, I couldn't do it for a year. Really? Yeah, no way. I had I had the uh, double chuck or whatever it was for the whole of my prep. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll try and find. What about you, James? I'm I'm at the moment. I've got vanilla because yeah, okay. um, but it just goes. You can add things to vanilla though. Yeah, I usually and it all tastes good. Yogurts, whatever. Um, but I've got yeah. on the way. Um, okay. On the way, <laughs> <laughs> <Little fun> for <laughs> you. <laughs> um, the white chocolate and raspberry. Ooh. What Top perform? Hey, the perform one. I don't know. It's from my protein. Oh, okay, it's always good anyway. Well, white chocolate raspberry ones are great. I, I love um, white chocolate and raspberry ripple ice cream. So I thought you know. <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing, especially yeah. if you add it to yogurt. It's great. It tastes like that. Oh my. Uh, the Muscle Sport Lean Way. It's their whey isolate in, in cinnamon crunch. Mm. Absolutely filthy. <laughs> I'll tell you. I had that post show because it's like slightly higher carbs. So I was like, yep, having that. And that Along, alongside your super green salad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never ever forgetting that shit. Oh, bro, what, what are you going to have for, for, for uh, post-show? Oh, I'm going to have a Nando's and a fucking vegetable fucking medley. Brilliant. <laughs> well, we actually went, though. We went to Nando's, but 
I got yeah. told that I needed to eat something actually substantial, so I had a two-person platter. So um, that's all right. That's all right. But no, vanilla, vanilla or chocolate for me. Just... Vanilla, chocolate, both, both solid. But I'll be the 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 one that's out there. You know, bit of a more weird flavour. The chocolate banana by Complete Strength. Very nice. Ooh. If you like that, if you like that artificial banana flavour, which I like do, banana cream. Yeah, which I do. I like that artificial fucking banana sort of flavour. Then give it a whack. It's cheap. It's fairly cheap as well. So excellent. Got another one. Uh, one, two, three. One of them's oh. already been answered anyway. So we'll leave it to you. What you saying, Jeff? Favorite pre. Ooh. Ooh. Best pre or best flavour pre? One sec, I'll be back. I'll grab my flavour. Yeah, I've got a lot of them here. <laughs> Hang on, right? I think that's where Jermaine's gone as well. It's that or he's shit the bed again. <laughs> but uh, do you get quite like because because you're still like I keep forgetting you're only like two three years in. Yeah, have you gotten to a point where you're like proud of using certain? brands not particularly to be honest i don't really take i've never really taken pre i've only taken it like the last three months okay he's only three months into the pre-game i almost called you jerome <laughs> fuck off <laughs> Defib, well, everyone name? who can't remember my name calls me yeah it's on the screen as well jerome or jamal <laughs> Fucking Jamal. That's too far. <laughs> there you go, Defib. Now flavour. This one is Fizzy Candy Crush. Ooh. It tastes like um almost like a twister lollipop or a twister ice lolly thing. What the with the cream in? Yeah. It's almost that kind of taste. But less cre- not like the actual cream, obviously. You, you can use that for the thumbnail. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's not that does sound like my cup of tea. Hang on a minute. Yeah, this one's great. A lot of uh, good panel, patented ingredients, of course. Hmm. Flavor wise, probably. Oh, you can't see. Hang on. Because <laughs> it's a black tongue. <laughs> turn, oh, yeah. turn it, turn it, turn it. Ah, there you go. Yes. That is cherry Garcia flavor. That is a good one. Very nice. But if you want to get brand alkaline, black, is? what? It's the brand alkaline. Is that what the brand yeah. is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to get completely blasted off your nut, James, get this before they. Well, it's already illegal, so you can really only get it secondhand now. That is mental. Jesus. If if you like peach ring sweets as well, yeah, that's exa- it. Tastes exactly like that. Hence the name, big rings. Nice. <laughs> if you're going to, you know, it's kind of tastes like arsehole. I have a tub on me, but if you go into a rave or something, get yourself a tub of dark side. The dark side. <laughs> yeah. We do straight away. Oh. I actually, um, did I tell you about how I went um, and trained at the owner's gym? I think I saw your old video. I, I did not make it. Oh, yeah, I think I did make a video about it uh, on yeah. years ago. But I went to his gym, got blasted on dark side and trained legs with the guy. Uh, Adrian's his name. Um, and oh my God, I was on a come down. Uh, I didn't go to sleep till like 2 p- two two a.m. Yeah, 2 a.m. It was rough. The uh, I know Katie is using dark shred. 
Oh uh, yeah. At the minute. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Fuck that. I mean, that shit feels like it's going to shut down your endocrine system. No exaggeration. Like you feel like your body's failing. <laughs> so. Now there's some that is just. What are people doing? <laughs> Another well, one is uh, Wobs. Um, I've seen it about. I tried. It, it looks dodgy. I tried the sample of it when Mo Samuels, who owns yeah, yeah, when he was still formulating it, I got a sample, um, and it was in pill form. And I was, it was, I think it was like halfway through my prep. I had a sample. And it's just like, it. leave that on your tongue, mate. It felt like I just popped like 10 to 20 like pills of your himbine. Jesus. Just sweating like fuck. And I was just like, it was it was very intense. I had to sit yeah. down for half an hour and think about but, it. Like, I, will, I will say now, since having what, the nine to 10 weeks off training because of hospital and that, hmm. I had my first session back today. Only used the pump pre, yeah. which is... Yeah. Hydraulic by Axe and Sledge, which is Seth Ferocious company. Nice. That with with a coffee was great. I don't think I want to get blasted off my tits anymore. <laughs> so I've I've got like 150 pounds worth of pre's. Sounds like you've been through rehab, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Not, if you think about it though, like if you've been slamming like all these stims for like how long how, how long were we trained together? Like 10 weeks? 10 plus weeks, yeah. Yeah, four times a week. And then you come off for nine weeks. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of what could happen. Mate, you'll 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 just like have a dab of pre on your finger and you'll yeah. open the tub, inhale the fumes. Yeah, your pupils just dilate. I remember when I went to Body Power in 2018 and I got a sample of atomic bomb from Anth Bales. Mm-hmm. The original formula, which was, um, oh shit, forest apple flavor or something like that. It didn't taste like forest apple, it tasted like ammonia. But <laughs> I don't know how long it had been like sat in his bag. But honest to God, I've never, no, even the new, even the like the newer atomic bomb is lethal. I had the scoop yeah. last year off of someone at Ultraflex, uh, and that finished me. I, I was a state. Um, James, have you ever been to any expos? That's a question. No, I don't think I have actually. Get yourself to one. Absolutely. When is the Arnold Australia? When's that rolling around? Is that what you mean? They've uh, they cancelled it this year along with all the IFB shows. Oh, uh, yeah, for fuck's sake. Yeah, that's shit. Um, oh, that's the one I was thinking of. Nathan Williamson. He's a fantastic Australian bodybuilder. There we go. I'll, I'll, I'll pull him up. I'll pull him up. Don't pull him off. <laughs> Jamie, pull it up. Um, yeah, let's have a look. This is a this is a good guy. That's Ian Valley. That, that is indeed Nathan James Williamson. Oh yes, 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 yes. That was him when he. I think that's him when he won his pro card. Was it maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nuts. I think he's taken some time away, hasn't he? He has, yeah, because he has um, family stuff going on, I think. He's got a daughter, I know that. Um, but, like, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy physique. If you watch videos of him training or taking someone through training, mm. highly recommend. Um, Brutal. 
Yeah, it's it, but it's very, very focused. Like it's so exact. Okay. Everything is so exact. Like you know how you'll get people who will just be like, yeah, try and squeeze and contract through here, and they'll like prod that area. He's like rinsing every single rep and like really? touching you constantly. Like trying to, he's trying to build, like he's very conscious of biomechanics and being very aware of where muscles insert and actually focusing on that when training. So he's like a, basically an S&C coach, really. Like that's how good he is in terms of. Might be cool to have him on. Yeah, I might. I could actually reach out to him. Um, I think I spoke to him a while back because uh, I actually inquired to him for coaching at one point. Okay. Um, but yeah, very, very cool guy. Definitely one to look at. Um, let's get let's do another question. Let's keep them coming, James. Quick fire. Yeah, let's get through your your viewers' uh, cues. Um, how much protein do you eat? <laughs> Fuck off. Pretty much stuff like that. What's your favorite? What's the protein? Ooh. I had a few like that last. That's, time. that's a good question, though. What? Yeah, what on. is your favourite source of protein? Steak. Well, like beef products. Oh, like a whole category? Uh, probably red meat, but I don't eat it that much now. For a period of time, I pounded red meat. Yeah. It's weird. Like, it's the one food that digests very well for me, mm-hmm. which is fucking weird, considering everything. Mm. But, I don't know. Maybe because uh, I mean, it takes how long does it? It takes quite a while to digest. It's like twenty-four hours. Yeah, that's true. Actually, it's a very, very slow digesting source of protein. I do wonder sometimes if the faster the food is to digest, if that can actually be detrimental to the digestive system. I think possibly. I mean, faster something digests, it's that it's there's a lack of use of enzymes and and that yep. file in the stomach, so. Um, hence why and then, yeah then once you move away from anything like that you tend to have a bad reaction absolutely yeah so, that was 100% what happened to me in prep I was choosing and eating food choices which were convenient but also just the fastest and the easiest and the quickest yeah. for the time and then any deviation from that even just increases in the base levels of those carbs is or proteins is you know you feel it so yeah, interesting. Got to be chicken though. If if fried chicken's on there, hundred percent. Mm, fried chicken. What about you, James? Um. Oh, you said fried chicken now. Are not... we counting that? That is that really protein source? Is that more fat at this point? Like... <laughs> That's a dirty bulking protein. That, yeah. <laughs> Lee, Lee Priest did it. It's fine. <laughs> on plan, just a half a pack of chicken nuggets. Every I can do that. I used to do my mom. Uh, here's, a, here's an old throwback. When I was about 10, I'd ask my mom, she'd be like, What do you want for dinner? Like once every fucking month or something. A whole 50 pack of chicken dippers. Oh my God. <laughs> You're ready, ready for the primary school classic. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Pound Certainly pound. not modeling the uniform. Fuck's um, yeah. What, you in the mood for fried chicken now, James? Yeah. You, you know what? I'm kind of feeling that now, dickheads. I've, got, I've got beef and veg. I've got, I've got salmon. So oh, salmon in the air fryer is the one. It is. It is. It's very good. 
Does it not go dry? No. What's no. this? Oh my god, the professional chef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> using an air fryer. He's a head chef now. All he does is throw shit at people. Yeah, that's, that's my job now. That's that's basically it. Yeah, <laughs> Get out! Yeah. <laughs> Gordon's just a legend. I can, being someone in the industry, I can say every head chef I've been under is like Gordon, but worse. I do think it's it's a pride thing. Like, if that was me, it's the same way a gym owner gives a shit about it, how people use the equipment. Yes. If you've put your name to something and people expect like a certain level of professionalism from you, and then some arsehole who might just be new, who's been there a week, you know, but you got to make sure they know what to expect. And Bale is notorious, isn't he, for kicking people out of his gym for not putting yeah. away. He'll like um, yeah, yeah. their members. You know, but uh, yeah. Anyway, next question. <laughs> next one. Next one. Um... Would you consider doing any other competitions like powerlifting or whatever? Hmm. I'd definitely consider powerlifting, but it'd have to be in like the post-show window, really. I'd do, <laughs> I'd do it on a rebound. I'd take full advantage of it. I wouldn't do powerlifting because I'm, I'm not that strong. Um, Maybe long distance running because I was always good at that when I was a kid. Mm. Don't really know if that counts as a, another one, but I don't know. Yeah. Swimming, maybe. I was. I, to be fair, if I wasn't such a fat fuck as a kid, uh, I would. Have you got, been, yeah, man. You got you got the body type for to be a swimmer. Maybe, but I was very. Um, I was very good at sprintability, like my RSA. Oh, so it's, it's nerve damage to the carbs. That's what's happened. Yes, 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 yeah. So <laughs> neuromuscular, yes. But no, like um, I've always been like a person where, like, if like um, you you have you've used that kit, Joe, haven't you? Um, the uh, the treadmills that basically yeah tread, yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah force yeah. production and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, those pieces of kit. I I'm always the fastest ex- acceleration. Okay. Like in, in, in like groups that I've been in, I've always been fastest to, to reach peak velocity. So I could I could see myself being like a short distance sprinter, maybe. Everything for me was always the other way. It was non-explosive, it was long distance or hurdling or relay or something like that. It was the African sprinter cars for me. They've always, yeah. they've always done it. Tug of war, that one. Yeah. I was good at tug of war to be fair, but I was never ever ever lost a game. It was, it was great. I always lost because there was this one other guy we talked about him before, Edward Morton. If you're out there, mate, um, he had a. I'm sure trying to throw shade at. Someone. I'm sure he had a myostatin deficiency or something. Oh my god! That guy like was a genetic freak. His hand was like he had like a, a giant. No, white. He's just a, he was a white. Oh, like a big farm boy. Yeah, he was like a Flex Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was weird, man. Yeah, really big guy. What was your favourite event at sports day, James? Uh, <laughs> I was a, I was a really good high jumper. Weirdly, I was like five, okay. five foot, but I hold district records. F- five foot, fucking hell! Like, was you wearing stilts at the show or something? <laughs> Jesus, I've had a little bit of a growth spurt. Yeah, years, but I was always like really tiny. But um, yeah. it was it was weird because I always used to win the high jump and the long jump. 
being small, you, like you see the Olympians, they're like seven foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Bit of a strange genetics. Genetically, very, yeah. maybe genetically, very gifted for strength and like force production, but then obviously, if you were very light as well, yeah. <laughs> just catapult yourself. Maybe I should have looked further into the Bempercourt style of training. Zero force production, just contractions. <laughs> That's what I do for for arms now, basically. Like, yeah. Very much like like my load is arguably lower, like in the loads that I've been lifting recently, but I've been getting more progression. So That's what it's all about. Exactly. Any more good ones? Um. Yeah, just conscious of time. I know you're a busy guy, so. Uh, with your progress so far, how many years until you think you reach your genetic potential? Because I put on my Instagram, I won't go on steroids until I think I've reached my um, genetic potential. Okay. Don't do um, You guys would probably know better than me how long to reach your natural genetic potential. Depends, doesn't it? Yeah, there is. I mean, that is such a ver variable dependent question. Um, I think for most people, you 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 get to a point where progressions are just abysmally slow after a certain point in time. And for me, I would say from what I've seen, it's probably between like eight to ten years. That that is considering that everything is being hit to a T by the way like there's nothing missing because I've seen people even that I know that just go to the gym and eat like shit and things like that but once they add another aspect to to that to the lifestyle like the, the get say they're the, the diet 60 40 positive and shit food if they stop going out on the piss on a Friday yeah for for four months or whatever and they look five ten times better. So, you know, it's hard. It's, God knows it's hard to say, man. <laughs> it's a difficult one. I think, um, like, for me personally, I think 10 years would probably be close. I know. I mean, look at people like, um, who's a good example of a natural bodybuilder uh, for this? Plains it, Mike O'Hearn. To be honest, I don't know. About yeah, Mike. Years, like throughout the years and obviously been tested. I will I will never he's always looked the same though. Yeah. Like for going back to like 1994, but he looks the same. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Maybe he does a little bit when he dies down. I think he's I'm, I think he's probably been on like TRT for like decades or something, probably. Yeah. He's just been running like but then you look at pictures when he's like 13, he's got a fucking mustache. Like, what's going on? Yeah. That's I mean, don't get there's absolutely genetic freaks out there, genetic female. Like, look at Keon. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you, that was a guy who everyone was like, "Oh, he's not natural." Oh. Even after they did like blood work, like Olympic style, just random drugged him. Um, like, and then he hopped on the source, and then look what he did. He's now arguably the best two twelve bodybuilder. Um, and, and I mean, he's still in his early 20s. By the time he's 30, he, he, like, he could be one of the greatest like 212 bodybuilders of all time, you know? So, so. this thing as well, when you think like genetic potential, mm. <laughs> when people like say, I want to reach that before I transition into looking at other stuff, mm. 
it depends like where you put what, what certain things about bodybuilding you value more. It's like, I always used to say that I would, I would do that. Um, but I know, but I have a, the goals in that I have in mind aren't really attainable for me personally without assistance. So there will come a point where I'm going to have to look at my physique and say, this is good enough for me before saying, okay, fuck it, let's go and pursue another goal. And I don't know if that's because I've still not competed yet. Both of you have competed. Jermaine's placed fourth in our very good high standard show. You, you're a, you've got great success at a young age as well when it comes to competitions. Um, so the perspective's got to be different for all three of us. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, when just for anyone listening, just get to a point where you know you couldn't have given any more. And then the choices that follow that, just make sure they're in line with the goals that you want to achieve, really. So, for sure. I think uh, as well, like I've, I've maintained this for the past two years in terms of my opinion. And uh, it hasn't changed that unless I feel accomplished. In, in what I'm trying to do at present, I have no business looking elsewhere. Um, and that, that, I mean, that could go for many things, but especially in bodybuilding, like I've not one, won a show yet. I've two, not qualified for a British family yet. I've come very close at a young age. Sure, I got it. <laughs> and they, and, and the nudge, and, and like the judges let me know, they were like, you're just too young. So I've got no business doing anything else yet when I'm still trying to accomplish a goal that I had two and a half, three years ago. So that's the, that's the same boat that I'm in though, isn't it? Because yeah. my, my competitive journey has just been delayed by two years due to health reasons and stuff. Um, so it's just one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. What's, what's your actual like goal then, Joe? Is it just to be... Is it to gain twenty pounds and not lose it, or is it to gain? <laughs> it would be nice. No, um, <laughs> yeah, it's mental when I try and explain to people, like, like for people that there might be a new audience coming along with James and stuff like that. So I can rebound after having a flare up, and so my average body, like sitting at weight, is like 87, 90 kilos at five ten, which is like one hundred ninety two pound in fairly good nick, Jermaine. You would say. I would say. So, and then I get sick and then can go down to, actually went down to the lowest I've ever been, like this time. I went down from one nine, well, 187 at the end of my little cut thing that was stopped abruptly, down to 166. And in a space of six weeks, by the way. Yeah. Um, so me coming back to the gym, it's, don't get me wrong, my body weight's maintained itself again. I've put on some good mass that that was just through food in whatever and rebounding from being shit and stuff so I weighed this morning 183 um so it would be nice to put on a good solid to be a good solid 202 mm, okay then to me in my head if i have a flare-up and lose 20 pounds i'm still bigger than i was before I love um yeah but I want to compete at the Midlands show next year. And I've sp I spoke to my missus about it on the weekend and it will be whatever happens, happens. But if I commit to the show this year, 
I know I've been through a fuckload more in the past 24 months than a lot of people have. So just making it to stage will be a blessing. Yeah. And then if if things do pan out the way I want them to, the following year, which will be my final year as a junior, because I'll still be 23 when finals comes around, I'd like to win win the show. Fuck so. yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Good shit. So, yeah. What about you, James? Where where's your where's your like current heading at? Um, I want to see how far I can go naturally. Uh, I obviously one day want to be Olympia stage. I want to take it as far as I can go. Um, but I want to see like I started this as a as a natural bodybuilder. I wanted to show people, young people especially, what they could actually do, what the potential was to do it naturally. Because um, a lot of the, in the industry, there's a lot of influences claiming they're natural, and you know, it's really not setting a good example for people. And I wanted to be that person where young people, like 15, 16, 17 year olds, can look up to a few years and go, Yeah, that's actually attainable, that's realistically attainable. Mm. Um, but also go, It's, well, yeah, it's damn good. Um, but I want to, short term goal, I want to take this off season, get up to 210 pounds, 215, put on some serious mass and then go for state titles in Australia. Okay. What did you weigh on stage? Um, last time it was 79.5-ish, I think. Wow. That's dehydrated. Okay. That's, that's pretty good, like, weight-wise. I, I will say as well, we're no strangers to people who have like got a IFBB pro level physique naturally. Anyway, we, one of our guests, Bob, we've had on previously who we've spoken to on numerous occasions and he's competed recently as well. First time as a pro. Uh, in classic, by the way. In classic. And, and he placed in, he was in the second call out uh, at his first pro show, naturally. that That's huge. That's uh, especially considering how stacked like classic. He was, he was a defect pro previously, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. He, Actually, he, let's pull him pretty- up. Yeah, pull him up. He won all the BMBF stuff that you can do. Turn pro with the BMBF affiliates or, or whatever it is. Um, won the Two Bros British, which is the IFBB recognised for people that don't know, like the the pro qualifier that gives you a, a pro card, recognised IFBB pro, eligible to compete with Mr Olympia if you can win a pro show or place or whatever. And uh, that's the sort of natural standard. And he's still natural. Yeah. So, and the caliber has been progressing in natural bodybuilding to the point now where, as a natural, a lot of it looks like this are, are realistic almost, like yeah, to, to yeah. more people. Um, pull up, pull up his offseason picks. <laughs> what is all the ones? Yeah, man. This is a guy who, who as well, was not afraid to push up weight, and it made the yeah. difference. Um, that's not that. There you go. There you right. go. There's, there's a good one. So that was, uh, this is for his <laughs> turning pro. So yep. he started off his pro prep looking like this um, and then got down to this and ended up getting his pro card. So you you could see, and, and we'll reiterate again for a lot of people who are watching and listening, like natural physiques can be good enough to turn pro. Absolutely. Yep. But as well, like don't expect it to happen quickly. Yeah, wrong gear. Bob, Bob's been competing since 2009. Yeah, so this is this is like yeah. over 10 years worth of work, you know. Um, and m- maybe with someone with similar genetics and assistance, it 
could maybe take seven. So realistically, you know, there's, there's not that big of a difference. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you've got a structure for it, even better. It does come down to that a lot of the time. If you've got a, a good enough structure mm-hmm. and you can fill in the gaps in between, you know, there's people who, there's professional bodybuilders out there that would die for Bob's fucking structure. You know, naturally wider, yeah, yeah, natural small waist, wide, wide clavicles, good full arms, popping shoulders. I don't know how tall he is, but um, I think he's 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 not short, but he's about five nine, five ten. Yeah, he's he's like around that height. Yeah. Um, So, you know, and with with some graft, yeah, what what can be done is it's insane, really. Yeah. And classic is absolutely a physique as well, where um, you, you can you, you can uh, like mass is not the end game. Like no, no, like he won his pro card against people who were bigger than him. Oh, way, that, that, way, way, like forty plus pounds bigger than him. Yeah, you know? um, so it's entirely possible. And you can see he presents his physique well yeah. as well. Yeah, so it's like I can't remember who said it, but it's it's what you don't show. Yeah. yeah, when you're on stage, that that wins you shows, which is great. Absolutely, but he's he's someone as well. One thing I did want to touch on before we go, I don't know how long we've been going, but is I noticed on your page the other day, James, that you sort of go against the grain and sort of auto regulate self, like with your training and things like that. Not a lot is planned and written down and logbook and all that. Hmm. Um, so yeah, just briefly go through like how a session would go down with you. Um, yeah, no, I think I said something about it on the Q&A on my Instagram. Um, I really, a lot of people don't like me for this. I don't take it that seriously. I don't count the macros, calories. I don't, you guys can absolutely hate me. I barely do any cardio. Um, and hey, I, mate, my, my best friend is pretty much the same as you. So, it's, but he doesn't even compete. And that's what pisses <laughs> me off. <laughs> so. But yeah, it's, it's a bit weird. I go with what my body feels and tells me and I learn it. And that's why each time I'll bring a better physique, I'll learn from my mistakes. And I'm obviously still young, so I'm learning a lot. And I'm not going to get it bang on this time. Probably not for years I'll get it right. But um, I, I sort of, I do it better when I'm not counting and I'm not on something. I, if, if I've got numbers to hit and stuff, and like it's the same as the training program. If I've got, let's say you do a three by eight set of whatever it is you're on bench. I prefer to do that extra rep if I've got it in me and to stick with it and go, oh, yeah, I could have got an extra rep, but I didn't. Okay. So I feel like that's there's different perspectives on it, but I think push it. The only way you're going to grow muscle is if you put it under pressure and you really rip the muscle and those extra reps will help. Yeah. But again, I'm not against people counting their calories, counting the macros and going really to the number. Um, because it's whatever whatever suits you best um, but that's just the way I do it and my sessions I don't have a split I do whatever's not sore um, I just take it day by day in the off season that's fine like I can just be eating enough again obviously I get enough protein in because it's essential um, but I, I yeah <laughs> it's a bit weird and people I don't I don't think it's weird because I put. I don't know what you were like, Jermaine, when you were like 17, 18, 19. It's pretty much what we did as well. 
Bro, if if you could see my, yeah. the shit I was eating at 16, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I mean, like, we just looked at, and we, we knew that you get enough protein and everything else is extra food, you're going to grow. You might get fatter than the next person, you might stay leaner than the next person, but at the end of the day, you're getting better and you're getting bigger and it's fucking working and before you so five years from now you, you might have a completely different approach james you know we don't know yet um but i've sort of reverted back to well training anyway is going to be less logbook based more i spoke to matt tofter about it the other day mm. and um a bit more volume and just taking it to failure on an exercise as many times as i feel that i can rather than just programming in okay i need to get eight reps on this i feel like there's not in there but i'm not going to get it blah blah blah. because i've got to save it for the next set and things like that um but yeah i'm going off on a tangent again no i i agree like this this was me at 16 and this was entirely just auto regulate what's up here in my first like six months of training and anything that i followed was very loosely from bodybuilding.com so (laughs) Um, at the end of the day, the same rules apply for everyone. Intensity is is going to be the the thing, regardless. Like, if you if you train hard and intense enough, it doesn't matter what you're doing; you will progress as long as you're consistent. So, I, I can understand that that idea. So, I can get behind you on that. It's about enjoyment as well, isn't it? So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like this guy probably didn't build this physique by doing what everyone else was doing either. So, yeah. I mean, this is a guy who's reaching, what, five plates or something. So, yeah. All right. Do, Do we have any final questions or final thoughts to end the podcast on? We'll get you on again in a couple, in a, in a, in a little while as well and shoot the shit and stuff. But, um, I might try and get you on with Lewis at some point. That, that could be fun. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Good stuff, man. Um, yeah, thank you for coming on. It's uh, it's been awesome now that shows are back on, just to see all the people who are coming along. Like this was me two years ago, you know, yeah. coming into the scene, like seeing all these, like like just being introduced to what we have here. Um, so like we're now in a position where two years down the line me and Joe can now have a platform where we can have people like yourself on, uh, which is super cool. Well, I, don't, I didn't really follow Natty Bodybuilding two years ago until like I came into the posing studio and sort of pretended I was a guru that knew what I was talking about and said to you like, oh, try hitting it this way. Um, but yeah, um, you competing was sort of a segue into me finding a passion that I had for natural bodybuilding as well. Not because I didn't respect it or anything like that. I just wasn't exposed to it to the point I was with, with uh, say, open bodybuilding and things like that. But, um, yeah, the fact that I was introduced to a numerous amount of people that have become really good acquaintances or really good close friends, and now two years down the line, we have somewhat of a platform that can, you know, reach out to people that are where we were or where you were two years ago. It actually makes me quite emotional because it's really good. Oh, grow up. I know, mate. What's all this? I think I'm having an estrogen rebound. Cringe. <laughs> no, but genuinely, it, makes me, it just makes me proud to yes, say. for sure. Like, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, very interesting. It's like it's very cool, like being in this. And like I'm sure James will probably have this experience like two years down the line or three years down the line where he encounters like a younger person and goes, Oh shit, that was me at one point. <laughs> it's cool, man. It's very cool. Um, yeah, James, thank you for coming on, man. It's been a pleasure. Uh, it's been great watching you this past season and getting to know you also. Um, do you want to shout out your socials, anything that you're doing, any people, whatever? Go for it. Um, obviously, go follow the Instagram, James underscore Hume. I do need to change that name. Um, I'm trying to get um, get my TikTok out there. I'm trying my best to push my socials. That's um, mini C Bunker 69. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the off-season. Keep an eye out. I'll be getting nice and fluffy and hopefully get to that 210 mark. But um, yeah, thank you so much for having me and it's been a, it's been a real pleasure. Yeah, it's been, it's been a good one, man. Um, viewers and uh, listeners, thank you for listening slash watching the Off The Script podcast. If you have any... Uh, questions or anything shoot them at us online if you want to um, tag us and stuff tag us and stuff uh, if you want to talk about anything stage talk related also just shoot us messages what's your top five lineup uh, and we'll be back again with episode 53 yeah man 53 um, very shortly do we have a guest in mind Joe that we want to tease now we've got a few but no teasers yet no teasers alright then thank you guys for watching catch you later take care